Welcome back to the salad bar, ladies and gentlemen. It's your host, Kay Ford. Season three is in full swing. We back with the guests in the studio. And let me introduce yourself to my boy who just pulled up on me today. Man. All from from all, all all from Watonga. Let me introduce you to Jaden Flynn. He was up in Northwestern for a summer, you know. He has affiliations here too, so let me welcome in my guest, Jaden Flynn. How you doing today, man? What up, what up? Happy to be here. Been trying to get on here for a while now, man. Yeah. Happy to be here. There we go. That's funny because a lot of people want to come on this show, but hey, there's just um you know, this uh there's a spon uh, a spontaneous uh thing about it that we do enjoy. We like to keep it casual. We're going to keep our topics real clear and in sight. So let's get it started. Jaden, how was your experience at Northwestern for the short time you were here? Yeah, honestly, I was here for, let's see, about half a summer. It was cool. Wasn't really, wasn't really used to like cities with like McDonald's and stuff. Because, you know, Watonga's so ghetto. So it's like, man, I was used to Sonic's and terrible Mexican restaurants, you know what I'm saying, so on top of that, but man, album was cool, bro, I came here to play football, and at the same time I was coming here for the summer to play football, I was also working at the Willow Brothers up here mm-hmm. with K Ford, yeah. my boy, my boy Tweet, shout out Tweet, everybody yes, love Tweet, he been on the podcast too, there we go, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anywho, man, it was like the second practice second workout second workout of the summer now i tore my acl again which i didn't know yet but i was just going on with it kept working at willow brothers and just kept working about three weeks after i felt like i tore my acl my mom had called me and said i tore my acl again so at that point my life came kind of came to a resolution to where i had to say i had to give up something that i loved Mm -hmm. truly and dearly to my heart but at the end of the day, I look at it like it was a blessing because if I wouldn't have quit playing football, I'd have kept that same mentality I had. Because before I lost football, I was cocky, didn't care about nothing, could care less about what anybody was talking you about. You against the world mentality. For well, sure. We love, we love those For cats sure. out on the field. Man, <laughs> I you, love a motherfucker. I can say, hey, man, man go you, run down the field and, and run through anything that's there. Exactly. I know you were going to do that. Healthy or not, hey. I got you. Bro, you on the field, you like, damn, I'm really a superhero. <laughs> like, can't nobody even stop me. But really, after all that ACL, my mom called me about my ACL. I had to just make up my resolution and just go back home and get back on my feet. And not going to really lie, but going back through another. That was my second ACL tear. Because I tore my ACL my home, at homecoming my senior year at Watonga. Senior year. See, yeah, uh, so it was second game probably so it was not not even 12 months bro separating the two injuries nah and i was yeah. so and i was in the point of my senior year to where i wanted to get healthy so quick to where i didn't think about how long the recovery would take exactly so i was just pushing myself so much to where it was like i'm gonna keep working regardless whether my knees hurt or not and then i guess you know you know how the story goes. Yeah. Tear my ACL for a second time. Man. So. I mean, we've seen this this happen to certain athletes too. Like Conor McGregor just tore man. tore his leg, Crazy. very serious injury, and seeing it live may like if you you understand if you saw it live, people like I've seen some injuries live. Kevin Ware 
for Louisville. They were playing Duke. Um, Paul George. Paul George for a USA scrimmage. Like, whew. But you got to understand, that's how... That's why I love sports so much, people. And that's why I feel we can't let sports get tainted or get affected by outside noise because um, sports is pure. Sports is so pure for that reason. Even an exhibition game, Paul George is working, busting his tail, trying to block a shot. And just just unfortunately happened to snap his leg on the barricade. It's... And just like exhibition, uh, that boxing match Logan Paul and Mayweather just had, that's big. It's always big with exhibitions, tournaments, anything like that that's going on. It's big to America, period. Big. And I, and I, and I enjoy it for this. But, like, even, like, but the people out there playing, they're people, too. Man. But, but we're, like, 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 like Jaden said, we're super, we feel like superheroes out there. And we're essentially like gladiators. You know, you put your body on the line for the the crowd for the for your people your family for your survival <laughs> and it's really insane like i'm really speaking about this to um people that are listening to this overseas now too you know my friends in norway are they might be playing football in germany playing football in austria i have friend, a lot of friends around the world playing football like i'll use football as the main example don't quit don't quit doing what you love but just remember at the end of the day you still have you, you're still you and that sport can really be very consuming, especially if you don't feel like there's no other way. But that's where, where I would say football will probably never catch up, will Man. probably never be in the Olympics Man. because it's a, cultural, it's a cultural development here. As I've seen it when I came here and I moved here, I thought I knew it all coming from Norway. And as much as it was a culture shock for people in high school, meeting someone from Norway, speaking a different language, thinking I lived in a freaking igloo, Gosh. it was just as much a culture shock for me, ladies and gentlemen. And I quickly realized like wow i have a lot to learn mm-hmm. whether it whether i wanted to accept it or not at the end of the day you, you got to be willing to learn because that's the only way you're going to know how you fail and eventually come back from it and on top athletes feeling like superheroes the main reason why athletes feel like superheroes when they touch a field touch a court touch a wrestling match Heck, even touch a tennis court. Yeah. They put in endless and countless hours of work during the summer, during the day, during the night. People, fans really do not understand how much work athletes put in when, what am I trying to say? When the, when no one's looking. When no, there, it is. there you go. Yep. When no one's looking, nobody really knows how much people sacrifice. And there's a reason the Olympics only go on every four years. Exactly. And, like, you don't see them doing this every year. I mean, it does – they train for an event that's three years down the road. Mm-hmm. Football, you're training for a season that's three months to six months around the corner. Every Getting ready day. for grown men running down the field, looking to uh, make a statement because they're trying to get somewhere just like you. And it's, a, it's, it's, it's pretty crazy when you think about it that yeah, way. you got to have a superhero mentality. Otherwise, yeah. you're out there like a robber going, exactly. reload. Oh, superhero, I'm done. Exactly. Surrender. Yes. Man. We can't Man. surrender on the Man. field, boys. <laughs> and I also like you just spoke about tennis. I actually during the pandemic that was one of my getaways. I just played tennis because I feel like I could work on my lateral movement. I you know I got a long reach, and then you know anything with the ball, ball sport is I lo- that's where I can always feel no, comfort. No. I can always feel like I can excel at that. Basketball, volleyball, anything it is, even if it's just for fun. Do it. If you got a chance to do something, do it. If you don't feel like doing it, that's a different story. But if you ever have a chance to get together with other people to do something, 
make it active. Be active because I promise you guys, your physical health contributes to your mental health. And I see it every day. When you do something like this, it's like, wow. You come home and you're you're legitimately tired. You don't find yourself up till one o'clock on TikTok or freaking uh, the the Pinterest, whatever the fuck y'all apps y'all got nowadays. Hey, exactly. It's really all the same. It's just an attention getter. Don't let don't let media control your attention, ladies and gentlemen. And what we was what you was talking about before we started this, you were saying you deleted your Twitter and your Instagram, right? I uninstalled Twitter and Instagram at the beginning of the summer. Uh, I did this because I would like I, I wanted this last summer for my senior year of football to be literally all about football and you know uh all the priorities that come next to that well family friends and people i'm close to i just felt like these things just didn't deserve to be i just shouldn't be paying attention to them that much and i wanted to just do this little trial run i'll eventually get back on you know i know i know i know i used to promote the salad bar on twitter you know just release episodes and then like the last couple of times it's just been on snapchat but that's okay with me guys because this I'm like I'm not trying to profit from this. This is just me from me to you. I'm giving you, I'm giving you real spill right here. Mm-hmm. And I got I got an enormous amount of respect for you because I know for a fact I probably could never even do that. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say this. I will say this. This man that Jaden who's on my podcast today is one of the few people. His posts on Snapchat literally make me cringe. A lot of times people and people will send you stuff and you know it. Out of pressure, I feel like you got to respond with a laughy face or whatever it is to show that, oh, I saw what you sent me. I'm not just going to openly ignore it because people hold grudges about that kind of stuff. I'm like, bro, okay, I get it. You sent me some shit, but I might not be on. If it's on Facebook, I'm definitely not on. I'm, I look at my Facebook once a month. We look at our Facebook for fun. I just make videos, sure, I, I just make sure my login is – I still remember my login and I'm cool. I get off. And let me tell you all a little secret. Cause I've found, you know, I've discovered too. When I search for stuff, I search for information. I turn off my location so Google can't track where I am. Because if Google knows where you are, I mean, I also learned this from the social dilemma. But hey, I've noticed it myself. Even if it's Apple or Android, if you turn off your location, it's not going to have the bias of where you are. You might search something like "Is Flat Earth Theory Real?" and how did something this stupid and illogical become a thing in the first place? Because more people asked the question, which led to articles being written about like, oh, here's some evidence that suggests it might be flat. I'm just going to say this right here, people. The Earth's core is rich in chemicals. That's why the equator is hot. That's why the north, the pole caps are cold. So the Earth is round and it has a core. If it was flat, it wouldn't have one. So right there, that to me, that 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 solves it. And it's just illogical. And it's so funny how like illogical themes and topics can become so big and put people on different sides when it's like, whoa, how, why are we even talking about this? It's like, it's because it's because our, your phone is listening to you. Your search history is adapting to what your next search is going to find exactly what you want and say, oh, you want to look at, uh, you want to read an article supporting, uh, I don't know, democratic policy. Boom, there it is. Or whatever the case may be. It can be anything. It's, it's, it alters because technology is growing. It's smart. It's just like how we think we're smart, but we're really not smart if we're using a phone that does all the thinking for us. How many people can 
I don't know, put together a chicken coop without looking up a YouTube video how to make a chicken coop. We use YouTube for everything. See what I'm saying? I mean, that, but that <laughs> might work too. But even oh, then, it's like, man, I don't want to be dependent on something. What if Wi-Fi shuts for a whole month? How are you going to build your chicken coop? No way. You better have someone in your family that says, yeah, you better get a hammer and nail and get to work, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's how I look at it. So those were like my reasons for just uninstalling those two apps because I still find Snapchat consuming a lot of my time. Bro, and another thing about Instagram was weird, bro. Is like I feel like when I talk about something, Instagram like posts ads of the stuff I was just talking about. Bro, it's so weird. I see it all the time. It's weird. Yep. Like I was calling my dad. You're, you're not. You're not crazy for thinking. Yeah, that. bro. But <laughs> I was calling my dad like a week ago, and I was talking to him. And I'm like, man, I'm thinking about going into welding school just to get something quick so I can start making some money. Mm-hmm. Talking to him about it, bro. I get off the phone. About two hours later, I look at Instagram. All of a sudden, it's showing welding schools everywhere. Yeah, like, here, it's enroll. Like, like, enroll yeah, today. it's just and like, <laughs> how, how y'all even know what I'm looking for, bro? Like, y'all know something I don't know. It's like, bro. wait, hold on right. here. Yeah, that's just, yeah, yeah. Right, so, like, that's sweet. my secret. If you don't, I mean, if you do want everything to be easy for, for you that way, then okay. Like, you know, that's, that's your choice. But just, I just want people to be aware of their choices. At the end of the day, I'm not saying what's wrong, what's right. I'm just think that if you really, if, if you have some of these thoughts that creep in your mind, like, huh, am I on my phone too much? Does this shit control me? If you do think that, just take a step back and try to take the phone out of your daily life for extended periods of time and see if you notice a difference. See if you have more peace. See if you're able to think clearly. Because it all, I feel it all, it all made the more sense to me. You know, whatever situations pop up, like, I do use my phone, but at the same time, I don't try to depend on it. Because at the end of the day, I can only depend on myself. My gut feeling is not a machine. And my gut feeling should really be what I listen to. Because a lot of times when you ignore that gut feeling, it'll come back and bite you real hard. And it's like, Always. ah, okay, I, I learned the hard way. Always. And I didn't learn some hard lessons that way. So, you know, it's just it's just the food for thought for everybody, man. Like, it's just maybe see if that works. Like, you don't have to. Like, I get it. Another thing right now that's going to be crazy coming up for college kids is now that athletes are getting paid. And I just want to speak a little bit about that because I think it's great. I think it's great. But at the same time, it could be very dangerous because, you know, you do have to pass your classes that you're enrolled in to be eligible to play. Now, for freshmen coming in, you know, I will say this. You get started now with those good habits to just do Show up to class, participate in class, use use what you learn and network with who you think can you can learn the most from. You will be in good hands. You can you can work on your brand. You can promote yourself on social media. I'm not going to have nothing against you, but I think it's going to hurt the kids that kind of will deteriorate more from the classroom. It'll show in their grades. They might not be eligible to play, but their social media stuff is taken off. They might be making money off that. That's okay. But look. That should not blind you from why you're in college. If you're here for sports, you're here for any athletics, then that's why you're there. Like, I get it. Like, you know, we are kind of expendable. You really want to think about it. So you making your own money, you just making sure you're good when you're done. But then you got to ask yourself, why am I really here? I'm here to win a national championship. I'm here to score some. I, I'm here because I can potentially take my collegiate pro football career. Uh, uh, amateur football career or basketball career soccer career uh any type of career to the next level that's what we all dream about doing i, I, I know that's what i dreamt about doing i told y'all last week 
I'm still trying to be that Patrick Creighton coming out of a Division Two, going seventh round. There are more of them coming up. So you just got to be, be resilient, stick to it. And it's just, an, you know, I just feel like we can, we can achieve that by just talking about it. People, if you talk about these things, what's on your mind, and the things that, that you might think is weird or not normal, I want to hear what's not normal because I don't follow normal. <laughs> and I know my boy Jaden over here shaking his head because he's, you know, we, we laugh about the same shit that we see. I can just be on YouTube and read the comments. I'll get a great laugh out of it, but then, I'll, but, but then I'm done. I'll watch a couple of videos, see what people got to say. And that's it. I don't draw no conclusions from what anybody comments on or what anybody posts. It could be a video explaining why the world's corrupt. But guess what? That's a biased opinion because they don't have all the facts. There's stuff that goes beyond closed doors and there's stuff that don't. So whatever you can control, that's what you got to trust your gut with. Mm-hmm. Opinions like an ass. Everybody got one. Mm-hmm. Everybody. <laughs> and, you know, and everybody. And if you're willing to hear them without judging, we can move forward. We don't have to be in this you know this little stalemate where it's just like you're the wrong you're the victim i'm wrong you're right he's right and that's not even what we're trying to do here we're just trying to make sure like if if you feel the same way we feeling about these certain things come you know holla at us we just want to know what you feel do you feel like when you go into a room everyone's on their phone because they just trying to avoid being talked to if that's the case funny right but why is that ask yourself why or or ask them hey man what are you on your phone doing they might not want to tell you they might purposely ignore you but then the more you do that, it might actually happen where you literally can't tune out. Everything gets tuned out. And you might be at work. You might be somewhere where you have to kind of pay attention to everything. And when you're on your phone, you don't. That might be really bad. But, you know, that's okay. That's okay. We're going to transition over to, uh, we're going to talk about the boondocks, Jaden. Man, Man what, what made this show so great? Bro, what made the show so great is they literally did stuff. That was happening in the real world. Dang, dang near like, uh, what's it called? The Simpsons. They was doing shit, acting shit out. Like the R. Kelly one. That was my childhood. No, my R. Whoa. Kelly one. I go, okay, so when R. Kelly came back the, with his newest little, when he started crying on that little hey, interview. If they would have did that, bro, it would have broke TV. Yes. Oh, my goodness. And then what was the one? The booty one. Bo- oh, my God. So, I... I'm going to give y'all a little story right here, a little quick little story. The, the, the first day I actually watched this show. So it's Saturday morning, right? I think it's like 06, 07. I go down the basement. I just woke up, you know. My dad's downstairs. I'm thinking, like, he's probably be watching Bonanza. Bonanza's going to be on TV or if not some college football. And I see, I see, I hear, I hear some familiar voices. I hear Samuel L. Jackson. I'm like, that's definitely Samuel L. Jackson. And then I also hear Charlie Murphy. Rest in peace, Charlie Murphy. Charlie Murphy going. I'm like, hold on. Okay. Okay. And then I look at the TV. And then I see this two. They they doing the voices for two white dudes. And I'm like, what show is this? I asked my father. I was like, hey, what's this? He said, it's a, it's a cartoon called The Boondocks. I said, can I watch it? He looked at me and said, boy. And I said, bet. Yeah, <laughs> I said, all right, yeah. This, all this, I'm already downstairs. I might as well start watching it. And that was the episode when they had... Um, when a Tom went to jail and they were going to send him to prison because he was, a, uh, you know, he was wrongfully when accused. He, uh, when he learned that move, how to break out. And he, shit, uh, oh, no, that this was, was that? this was season one. 
So this was when uh, they had went to that gas station and they were trying oh, to find the Xbox killer. Yeah, okay. Yes. Xbox killer. So okay. Huey is like, uh, I've already talked to the neighborhood. I already got all these testimonials. The, the Xbox killer is right down the road. We have this and, address. And, and, and Jim Rummy is going to talk about, we just going down the Quickie Mart, uh, the, the, to the Quick Mart. Ain't going to take that long. <laughs> we're right down the street. <laughs> what could go wrong? Right, dude. Absence of evidence. And they, oh, that was, that. <laughs> Funny inside joke, if you've seen Pulp Fiction, that's where the boondocks got Say What Again. Say What Again from. Uh, But this show, literally cringeworthy and so real at the same time. Like, even if, no matter what type of cloth you come from, this show was enjoyable to watch. And I will say, something really strange happened from season three to season four. Aaron Magruder, uh... I guess got off the show. He wasn't on. He wasn't the uh, producer or creator anymore. Season four clearly had a drop off in quality. I still watched the whole season, but I never rewatched the season. Season two, one, one through three is classic, classical. I, I, I regret I was at Game Exchange in Enid the other day and I saw him for sale at fifteen dollars. Should have uh, bought it. I didn't buy it. <laughs> I, I yeah. We. Oh man, and. I just want to say it's going to be really hard to for that show to like because I know there was it's, talks about it coming back. Yeah, it's it's, it's not going to happen now because sadly, granddad's gone. Granddad is gone. Charlie. Charlie Murphy. Who else? I think yeah, I don't I think no one else is gone. Or... It was me them, but like these characters were so important to the show, especially yeah. Granddad. Um, you know, everyone knows him from Friday. Um, you know, uh, the Wayne's brothers. The Wayne's yeah. brothers. You know, John, would, John Witherspoon. John Witherspoon. John Witherspoon. And so you know what I'm gonna do. Bang, 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 bang. Legend. Legend. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, this, yeah, truly, probably my favorite, com- I would say, I-, I say comedian, not because he was a professional comedian, but he was, he was always just naturally funny and always made me laugh. Like, you know, I mean, a lot of people like, you know, Kevin Hart, they like all some of these other people today, but he was truly one of a kind. Legend. A lot of funny people, too, through the day, through, through like my early days growing up, like Chris Tucker, people love him. But, like, when he's not in a movie, he's also a very legitimate dude. And he, you know, you got to imagine, if you make it that far to stardom and everyone knows you, I mean, it could take a toll on your mental. Like, I can, I could have seen it for Tucker because he only, he'd only, he, he only does movies he want to do. He don't, he, and that's why you don't see him a lot today. He's just getting back into stand-up. Y- yep. I seen a stand-up on Netflix. It was probably, like, two, three years ago. And it was with uh, Tucker? Yeah. It's, bro, it's, what's, the, what, what's their name? What is it called? Because I know Chappelle right. came back too out of uh, doing stand up. Funny, but like Chappelle Chris. also does un, uh, he also does unrecorded stand up. Well, he just going like comedy clubs, you know. So this is one. If I'm, you that th- Chris Tucker one is the one to watch. He tells mm-hmm. the story about how he was best friends with Michael Jackson and stuff like that, bro. It's legendary. Oh, I know they had a dance off one year. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. I think it was the I didn't Emmys, know. Grammys, but they this man was literally. Moonwalking, but I didn't. I had no idea them two were just homies like that. Oh yeah, I didn't know they were close, close. Them was close. Yep. I remember them. I remember them performing on the stage together, and literally Chris Tucker was out there, out kind of outshining him, and I was like, what? So and you know, this is like, this is just like, just watching this, just like the spectacle, just amazing. Like the early two thousands really had some amazing performances, and then I remember like. I think Rihanna was the first one started getting bagged for like lip syncing and like having the recording playing. And I remember going, "What does that even mean?" I mean, is they're actually out out there singing but not singing? Yeah. And I was like, "But huh. if you look now, all 
I feel like that's most most of the stuff is doing that. Yeah. Yeah, I would say like one of my favorite artists is Travis Scott, but I mean, he does robot effect, but he does it really good way, and that's why I like him as a musician, and I liked his early stuff, and I'm still gonna support him. But is he the best lyrical singer? No, far from it. I would say the best lyrical singer still in this day generation right now, or I would say in the past five years that I've listened to, is Kendrick Lamar, because. I mean, like I'm saying, I'm not from the West Coast. I'm not from California, but the way he crafts his stories, he literally invites you into his life. I've been listening to Good Kid, Mad City a lot, and that album it literally has so much depth to it. Even now, nine years later, over his over his damn album, because I first when that came out, I listened to that a lot, yeah. and I thought that was his best album. But now reconsidering, I think I want to say Good Kid, Mad City is probably his best album. And there's a lot of, you know, underrated artists, I you know, that I would like to just, you know, give a little shout out to, whatever you want to call it. But I, will, I also want to explain why I listen to him and why I like him. Big Crit. Big Crit had a song my brother played in the car. Money on the Floor with MJG and 8-Ball. Just the, that kind of beat where you like, man, this is some, this is, I'm just vibing to this. And like, I just started searching up Big Crit and like, he had a lot of good songs. He was really like spiritual rapper. Like, he would always talk about... You know, he had a song called The Vent, and it's like, the beat, it's not a lot of instruments playing, it's really him yeah. really speaking to you. And I really enjoyed, like, just listening to his music. It's another big song, Rich Dad, Poor Dad? Rich Dad, Poor I think that is one of his songs, yeah. yeah. He, it's a hit. And he also doesn't, like, he, he actually has come out with quite some albums in the last couple of years. In 2017, one of my friends suggested he was, he, he, he had the album of the year. And this was a big year. Future came out with two albums, Kendrick dropped Damn. Um, you know, Big Sean had a good album that year, and you know, multiple Migos had Culture. Like 2017, it was coming out. They were coming out, but Big Crit dropped Forever is a Mighty Long Time at the tail end of 2017. 22 song track. Give it a listen. Very definitely a recommendation. You know, listen to it in any type of any type of scenario you want. But I just think it's important to give someone that you don't you're not familiar with a try, and that's the same for a different genre. I I found myself listening to Journey a, a couple of weeks ago, the, the where the, you know everyone knows the song "Don't Stop Believe." That's the first song, but like, what about the rest of the album? I listened to the whole album, and I liked a lot of songs. I thought it was different, but I gave it a chance because there's a lot of you know stuff that you wouldn't probably play in the car with you know one or two of your friends. They'll look at you and be like, "What is this?" Or you know, be like, "Bro, what? You good?" Like, "No, I'm good. I'm just trying to put y'all on." It's something that just. It's just a change of scenery, really. And that's good. You know, that's just... You can do it on your own terms. You don't got to force on nobody. But just give it a shot, you know? There's a lot of artists. There's so much music out there. Whether it's silent music, rap music, rock music, pop, uh, you know, emo rap. It could be anything. But just give, like, the switch it up. You know, it's that's good to, that's good to do. You know, and there's going to be stuff you like. And there's stuff like, well, at least I gave it a listen. So if someone asks me about it, I can say, you know what? I could say I, I like Swedish House Mafia. They retired now, but in terms of uh, like techno with a little mix of just like emotional song, I like it. Mm-hmm. And then for any other artist going out today, so that's just you know something like that's cool. That that's just cool to know too. Like why someone likes somebody, or if you really fuck with an artist, why? Like you know, I want to know why. Like and uh, it's for me, it's easy to say I like, for example, Young Dolphin, Key Glock. Like they Dumb and Dumber albums, I love them. They get me hyped. But that's really why I like them. They have good beats. It gets me in a motivational mood where I just want to, you know, do stuff. But I don't always listen to them. 
but I listen to them a lot. But I mean, they're not the best artists out there. I don't think they are, but I love listening to them. And every time they come out with something new, I'm gonna listen to it. Yeah, yeah. There's my reasoning for liking them too, because I mean, those are probably the two. Like, if I do put on a track now when I when I when I when I cook some food later, I'll probably listen to them two boys. <laughs> oh man, I'd have to take it back to Sauce Walker, bro. Hey, ever since he saw, ever since he dropped yep. In Sauce We Trust. That's my album, bro. Y'all gotta go check it out. It's all sweet trust. His first album. Definitely an artist to go check out too. I also just got put on to him. Uh, the Sauce Gospel, mm-hmm. where the second track is mm-hmm. called "Made It Home." He goes crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That song, I was like, hold on. I was sitting in the car, I said, "What's this song?" He goes crazy. Yeah, this, this is worth a replay. When I have to replay a song, mm-hmm. that's when I like. Okay, this artist is gonna get my attention now. Yeah. If you make me replay a song, I'm gonna give yo i'm gonna give you some listens because that's you know that's the only way you're gonna find out too uh, if this is someone for you or just someone you can just relate to or just listen to whenever you're just trying to get a break mm-hmm. uh, you know that's good to that, that's good and just and just have your reasons and keep it to yourself and <laughs> when people saying you listen to trash they probably just ain't listen to it themselves exactly. so you know try to put yourself in that position where if you ain't heard it hey i'm not gonna speak on it but if i go listen to it you're gonna get my opinion on it mm-hmm. yes sir Man, Jaden, I appreciate you for joining me brother, today. My it has been a pleasure. I hope we, we can do this again sometime. Oh, sure. I can't wait. Big I'm looking forward to it. People, if you're still here, man, bless up. This is the salad bar. We are here to stay. No ads. Enjoy the content. We'll see y'all soon. Yes, sir. You like your father, but why?